Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. It's pretty late. We normally don't record past uh, 8 o'clock at night. We had big plans tonight. It's 11 know? o'clock. Things are things are moving ahead here and uh, we got cranky Cheryl, so. I'm all right. Okay. I'm okay. Now, we'll see what it's like in 20 minutes. It's true, yeah. but hopefully we'll be done in 20 minutes. Hopefully. All right, let's start with uh, news from the Disney Parks blog. This is huge news. Um, the entertainment is going, there's some entertainment that's going to be returning this summer, and it's entertainment we've been missing sorely. That's right. Uh, this is the only story in the Disney Parks blog today. That's how big of a story it is. Um, more entertainment options are going to return this summer, and they have announced that the first show to return is going to be Festival of the Lion King. Yay! Yeah. Um, you know, when the parks reopened in July, there are they did not have any shows, um, well, with the exception of that little Beauty and the Beast, uh, the musical teacups uh, that the Grand Floridian Orchestra was playing in before they let them oh, go. Yeah. But um, Festival of the Lion King is going to return. There's no specific date. It is uh, listed as in the summer, which gives them a very broad window because summer runs from like June 19th to September 22nd. So I'm going to assume it's going to be on the tail end of summer. Um, but they are going to bring it back with uh, singers and dancers. However, they are going to change the uh, choreography and the design of the show so that they can incorporate social distancing for both the performers and the audiences. And they will be modifying how groups are seated. If you've been to any anything in the Magic Kingdom, like we went to Carousel of Progress, it's every other row. Right. Uh, blocks of four seats, uh, you know, it's it's a block of four are open, a block of four are closed, a block of four are open, block of four are closed. So, you know, obviously going to be a diminished capacity, um, but I'm very happy to hear that they're bringing this back finally. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, we were a little afraid that maybe it wasn't going to come back. So right. good to hear. Yes. Good news. All right. Um, the Disneyland vaccination site is closed again due to COVID. Yeah, this was. I mean, sorry, due to wind. This was, this was <laughs> yesterday, um, for the twentieth of January. That was the second day that they were closed uh, once again due to strong winds. Uh, they were able to open up today, which is Thursday. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to open on Friday. Uh, and uh, you know, they're talking about being able to push thousands of people through per day. So let's hope that they yeah, they get open and get to stay open. And I mean, if they have these vaccines ready. Are they just bringing them to a different site? Because, like, don't they have to be used in a certain period of time? It depends when they take them out of storage. Mm. So hopefully they've got those uh, super cold fridges there. Yeah. Uh, While Disney World has announced more layoffs are coming in March. Yeah, it's not a lot. um, But they have filed notice indicating that they're going to lay off 19 cast members on March 20th. Oh, 19. Um, And it's not really clear if these are part of... The previously announced layoff or a new 19, but uh, they have it broken down that three of the cast members are going to be from their celebration offices. <laughs> this is so stupid. It's 19 people. They've let how many go already? What? Uh, 27,000? <laughs> uh, one is from the main gate complex and the other 15 are from other Walt Disney World departments. And Brenda in costuming is expecting her third child. <laughs> hey, let's not uh, make light of the situation uh, because they've laid off over 32,000 cast members in the past year. Yes, and they were a big deal. It's just, why would we even be talking about 19 more? I mean, they could have just, like, a company that big has to lay off 19 people no, a month, on, on, just, a like, month? at least. 
or fire them or something. I don't know. That just seems like odd to even mention. Um, something that's not odd to mention. Uh, the Hall of Presidents is closed. I asked the silly question, why? The answer is? The answer is because they are going to be bringing in the new president. Uh, they, they do have an animatronic for Joe Biden that will be uh, coming in. Uh, what was odd about this closure, though, is that there was really no warning. Mm-hmm. You know, normally they give a couple weeks notice. It's part of the, the refurb schedule. Uh, this happened to be open on Inauguration Day and then uh, and then closed. Um, so, you know, it just happened overnight. They put up the ropes and it says the attraction is, uh, closed so we can welcome a new president. All right. So, um, I mean, I guess they work on, they must have, they have the time between when the election ends. Normally they would have the time between when the election ends, like an election day, basically by the next morning, you usually know. Mm -hmm. And then they have all that time until, um, until the new president takes office. Right. So or in this, this case, time, they probably couldn't start working on it until the election was certified. Yeah, they probably started. I, I imagine they got pretty far. I mean, the chances of things getting like overturned, I guess, were pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyway, that's interesting. And then it sounds like they just sort of pop them in. Right. So good. We'll yeah, see how long that's closed. You know, the current presidents really don't. It, it's not like the current president has a speaking role. Right. They just really It's usually it. just a nod and a wave. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, there's preparation. They have to get a suit. They they record audio in case they do say hello. Right. Um, and, you know, they have to position because now they're adding uh, a 46th animatronic in there. Right. So they have to Everybody find a position over. for it. Right. Where are they going to put 45? Where is 46 going to go? You know, after all the memes today, it would be super awesome if they just put Bernie Sanders, like, sitting on the side with his mittens on. That uh, that would be funny. It would be great. Yeah. All right. Um, also great, the Rivers of America is being refilled. Yep. They did start refilling the Rivers of America. Um, it is a very slow process. Um, but uh, that started today. Um, it's, it's good. You know, all the track has been laid and... Uh, They've managed to refurb whatever they needed to do in the uh, in the riverbed there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we saw it, it was funny because when we saw it in December, there was a lot of mud. Uh, you know, there were little front loaders in there scooping out silt and mud and whatever. Right. And when we went back in uh, January, it was uh, it was a little down to bare cement. It was dry in a lot of spots. Yeah. So um, you know every. Five, ten years, they have to drain the whole thing and, and empty it out. So uh, it's it's good. It yeah. just means it'll, that attractions will be running. It'll be nice to see water back in there. Right. And then um, well, also in that. Well, I'll, I'll say that even though they're even though they're filling this, um, the riverboat, uh, Liberty Square riverboat will remain closed through February. Okay. I mean, no one cares. <laughs> um, also in that area, the Harper's Mill um, has had construction completed on it. Yeah, they uh, fully repainted it and removed the scaffolding that was around it. And the odd thing is that they did not repaint the Harper's Mill uh, logo onto the building, but they've they've removed the scaffolding. So maybe now it's just going to be a generic mill. Maybe. I don't see that that's construction. I just want to put that out there. Painting is not construction. Well, they replaced some of the wood facing on it. Okay. Still. All right, uh, plexiglass dividers have been added um, at the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean queues. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if you like the old iron uh, queue guides that were there, you know. 
I don't they're hate not there. these these new things that they're putting in all the cues. So like the bottoms are open, the middle is solid, and then the top is plexiglass. Mm-hmm. I don't hate them. Like I kind of like the idea that like I'm not so on top of the people next to me. You know, you always got that like smelly foreigner that was, you know, next to you. Every time you'd go by, you'd smell his B.O., be nice to not have that in the summertime when it was hot. Do you know we've just lost half of our smelly foreigner <laughs> audience now because of that statement? I'm not saying it was a specific foreigner, not from any specific country. What if someone from another country thinks that you're the smelly foreigner? I mean, honestly, it was probably a smelly American. Probably. But anyway, it's definitely a guy, and I seem to get right next to a whole bunch of smelly people when I'm there and in the hot summer. Yeah, you know, the the one thing I do like is um, we've seen a couple of these attractions now from our visits in December and January where these dividers have been up uh, for a while, like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah. And what I like is they're not covered with stickers. Yeah. Y- you know, uh, my my feeling with this is it's a lot of surface to get dirty. Yeah. It's a lot of surface for people to write graffiti on. Yeah. I and mean, you just you just don't see that. You I know? mean, any of the walls and any of the cues, like you know, like I'm sure people must like write on things. You know, once in a while they go through and they clean it off. Like I don't know any the pirates cue, just the walls that are there, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Like I, I don't right, but I, I think you're gonna have a tougher time writing on rock or cement than you would writing on stuff. I, I'm just I'm glad that we okay. haven't seen that yet. Yes, I'm glad too. Uh, all right. The monorail platform at the Poly is has been completely demolished. Yes, and that is a construction update. They have it is. completely deconstructed yes. the monorail platform, which it looks really weird not seeing the monorail uh, connected to the building, the monorail platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, no monorails have been stopping there since November anyway. So uh, now they just get to zoom right through. They recently took the roof off the station, and uh, it's going to be a fresh start. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Polynesian turns out. It'll be interesting to see if they build in uh, some type of security. Uh, you know, they had been doing, they they put the scanners mm-hmm. at the Polynesian, at the Grand Floridian, right. and at the Contemporary, so that when you get off the monorail, you just walk straight into the park. You don't have to go through a security check. But those were temporary. They were tables. It will be interesting to see if they rebuild this with a permanent security structure. Yeah, but I mean, these scanners that they have now and no bag checks, really. I mean, it's just the little, you know, only what, a quarter of the people that go through get pulled or, over. Or as I like to say, I know, us. the Bonassos every time. Right. Um, but it doesn't really need to be as permanent as it as it used to. So mm-hmm. who knows? What, I, I think it would be a mistake if they put too much permanent stuff in there because, you know, the way technology changes and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that it'll be there that long. It would be nice to have a little space built in for it, though, because they didn't have a lot of space at the poly there right. for any kind of security. Now, at the Grand Floridian, there's tons of space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the contemporary, you know, there was plenty of space to do security. But I don't know, the right. Polynesian really didn't have that kind of space. So, yeah, maybe they are, maybe the whole platform is going to be bigger. The other thing is just waiting for that monorail. You often were waiting in a line that was too big for the platform area. Right. You know, when you'd get out of a dinner or something, um, like I think it would be the, what's the word I'm looking for? Luau. The luau. When the luau would let out, um, you'd end up with a whole bunch of people waiting for the monorail. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to make it bigger. Remember, we got stuck behind that group that time. Right. Um, So maybe they're going to make it 
a bigger space so that you can fit more people to wait. All right. Um, the Osceola entrance refurbishment is progressing quickly, more quickly than some of the other entrances have progressed. Yeah, they've got the whole Welcome to Walt Disney World portion of the sign. It was primed. It's painted blue already. They've got the Mickey and Minnie all wrapped up and those sections primed. So they are moving along like gangbusters. Uh, I, I think the other entrances took like a week, week and a half, um, but they did a lot in uh, one day. So, uh, you know, the it, it's, it's just progressing. Good, good. Um, the Kipling store at Disney Springs is going to close permanently. I've never heard of the Kipling store, so I can't say I'm going to miss it. I've walked past it, yeah, uh, but I've never shopped in it. The Kipling store is a store that sold designer handbags, backpacks, luggage, and accessories. Uh, they were right next to Francesca's. Oh, we like Francesca's. Which Francesca's is also going out of business because uh, I believe they filed for bankruptcy. Not all of them. Not all of them? They might be going out of Disney Springs, but some of the locations are staying open. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, but Kipling USA has not yet updated their website uh, to reflect the closure, but they do have a sign in the door that states that the Disney Springs store's last day will be January 23rd of 2021. Where's the Francesca's? Uh, next right to the next Kipling to Kipling store. <laughs> I believe it's uh, over near the bus depot. Oh, all right, because we we really like Francesca's, and I feel like we would have gone in mm-hmm. if we had passed it. We didn't pass it. Maybe we just didn't notice it. Uh, I don't know. Isabel usually notices uh, Francesca's. Francesca's stores. All right, the Disney Cruise Line has donated tablets to students in the Bahamas. That's right. They have donated 250 uh, tablets to uh, students in, on the island of Eleuthera and uh, the island of Abaco. Uh, this will help them with their education. Uh, Disney has been supporting the Bahamas for uh, well over 20 years, and this is just more of their philanthropic efforts to uh, to, to help their uh, neighbors. My favorite tropical destination. Yes. Ethan Hawke has joined Moon Knight, which is a Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. That's right. Moon Knight is the story of Mark Spector, who is a uh, mercenary who comes in contact with an Egyptian god and gets the powers of the Moon Knight. Uh, this is going to star um, Oscar Isaac, who you may remember as Poe Dameron from the recent Star Wars miniseries. Uh, but Ethan Hawke has been cast in a leading role. Uh, now, rumor has it that he is going to be the lead villain. Oh. Yeah. So I know you're a big Ethan Hawke fan. He's going to play a bad guy. I, you know, I was. I haven't seen, not only have I not seen him in anything, but I haven't even seen pictures of him lately. Oh, well, there you go. He's, he's a little still, older. He still looks good. Oh, but then again, you like that Brad Pitt guy too, so. Yeah. I don't know if I like him as much. I mean, you know, there's newer, younger uh, men on the market now. All right, and then moving along, the state of Florida has acquired the Crossroads uh, Shopping Plaza. So this is big news for us. I, I know this was coming. Yeah, this is uh, this is kind of sad. Um you know, it, w- it was announced uh, back in 2016 that there was going to be a I-4 project to modify that interchange there uh, right near the Crossroads uh, Shopping Plaza. And in April of 2018, it was announced that the plaza would close within 18 months. So the owners of the plaza took the state of Florida to court. And uh, they were arguing over the, you know, the state was claiming eminent domain, which they can do for projects, um, but they have to give them fair market value for their business and the businesses that 
they're buying out essentially. Right. So um, they took them to court and this has been going on for, you know, the past uh, two, two and a half years. So there are currently 25 tenants in the Crossroads Plaza. Yeah. They now have until August to vacate. Oh. And uh, the settlement is in the amount of $198 million. Hmm. The largest payment is $15.7 million going to Goodings Supermarkets. Which is ridiculous because I don't even think they're open anymore and they just let that place go to go to crap. It was just awful. Yeah, Goodings did close during the pandemic. Um, and, and a couple of other businesses have closed. I, I know that uh, Sweet Tomato Soup Plantation. I don't even think TGI Fridays is open over there anymore. No, they're not. While, you know, some of these restaurants are not necessarily like gone, you know, we know that Sweet Tomato Soup Plantation is not reopening as a buffet. Right. Well, so, no, they're not opening. The, the company itself just completely closed. Right. So are they, is that space, I, I guess they still get paid for that space because they own it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are some places that are not open, um, but the re- remaining tenants have until uh, the end of August. Um, they're calling this a win-win situation because all of the uh, uh, the tenants get paid, the 25 tenants, their total was about $39 million. Um, U.S. Cities Fund, uh, which was one of the organizations that owned it, got $149 million, And then $10 million went to uh, attorney's fees and other expenses. This is a uh, the largest eminent domain settlement in Florida. Really? Uh, the previous one was $70 million. Uh, so this is a, a larger, you know, almost three I mean, times there's that so cost. much there. Mm-hmm. The McDonald's too, right? Yeah. That was like, that's our spot. I know. I mean, not anymore. But that we used still to be where past. we started every trip. Yep. That used to be where we went shopping before we found the Winn-Dixie. Yeah, we used to go over to, to Goodings. But, to you Goodings. know, I don't even know if the Winn-Dixie was there at the time when we first started going. Right. Um, but, yeah, we used to go to Goodings for our little groceries. Uh, they put in, more recently, we've been over to uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. They have that over there, which is... Pretty decent. We used to go to the TGI Fridays. We used to always go to Soup Plantation. Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers we go to a lot. This last time we tried the Noodle Company, which is in there. That was really good. Flipper's um, Pizza. That's a, that's like an institution in Disney. Right. Where's, where's Flipper's going to move to? Yeah. And then there's a couple of standalones. There's a, a, is there a Red Lobster there? There's a Red Lobster. There's a Hooters. There's a Taco Bell. Taco Bell. There's not a Hooters. There's a Hooters. There's not a Hooters. There's a Hooters. We'll find out in the next time. There's we'll the let mini you golf, the pirate mini golf, That's Pirates Cove mini golf. Spot, is it? Yeah, it's in the back by like Sweet Tomatoes. I don't know. I'll have to look this all up now and see what the list is, but I'm going to say that maybe mini golf. All right. We'll let you know on Monday because yeah. Tony's never wrong. <laughs> so that's some sad news to go into the weekend with. And, and that's our last story. We can't even end on good news. No, I guess not. No. I'm going to bed. That's good news. That is good news. Good news for me because that means I'm alone for a little bit. Um, So I hope everybody has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.